Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. You are about to enter another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind and spirit, a journey into a wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, the Growing in Grace Zone. <laughs> that was totally good and unexpected. <laughs> the growing Off the cuff. Zone. Off the cuff, bud. You we spent, might have to have some Twilight Zone music. You do there. spend too much time watching TV, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> we we old, always old seem programs. to get on this, these old shows. <laughs> what, what is with that? <laughs> That's okay, though. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's get into it, though, this week, Joel. I, You know, we... Uh, Joel Brzezinski there, by the way, I'm Mike Kapler. Growing in Grace, the podcast where you can pick up all of our archived programs going back more than 16 years at growingingrace.org. And of course, you can pick us up on many podcast apps as well. Last week, we started laying a foundation for things that we don't hear in church or why why are so many churches not teaching the gospel in, in the way that that we talk about it here on the podcast, the gospel of grace, the new covenant. Sometimes it may be more of a works-based gospel. Maybe you never even hear the phrase new covenant or rarely, and and they don't, uh, perhaps in many church buildings, they don't differentiate between the first covenant, also known as the old covenant that came through Moses for the Israelites, versus a new covenant that was ushered in by high priest Jesus Christ. Some of these things you just don't hear much about, and why Why is that? You know, in some cases, you might hear some things from the same Bible verses that we talk about, from the same Bible chapters and passages that we talk about here on the podcast, or other grace teachers talk about. And yet, when they talk about them, it comes from a whole different perspective, which we talked a little bit about last week. So, Joel, let's dive into this thing and see if we can um, bring to light and expose, in some cases, just you know, just to be honest, to, to expose some of the religiosity that's out there in in many of our mainline Christian churches. Sure, yeah. Maybe one place to start is with the words of Jesus, the red letters. Now, a while back, and I'll try to remember to put a link uh, at growingingrace.org on this particular podcast, we did a series called Why Jesus Taught Two Covenants. And (laughs) My goodness, that you know, it's, I think that was a, around a 20-part uh, series, but it's so important to understand the words of Jesus and why, why it's, it's important to understand that there, were, there, there are two covenants in the Scriptures. There, there's more than two covenants, but there are two main ones, the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Jesus came as an Old Covenant teacher, teaching the people who were under that covenant uh, the Old Covenant because it had been distorted and and, and, and it needed to be taught correctly. So Jesus taught the people of Israel the new covenant in, in many of his teachings. The Sermon on the Mount is a good example of that. But yet in churches every week, you will hear practical application teachings coming from the Sermon on the Mount. You'll hear um, them bringing up something from the Sermon on the Mount that the, the preacher says, we are supposed to live by this. And here is an application of that. 
But if you look at the beginning of just before the Sermon on the Mount, you'll see that there were people from all over, you know, Gentiles and Jews, uh, from Galilee, Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. But seeing the multitudes, Jesus went up on a mountain, and when he was seated with his, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened up his mouth and taught them saying and then he begins what we know as the sermon on the mount which was really he was teaching them these these various things um he wasn't teaching people who weren't under the law it was his disciples who were under the law he was teaching them about the old covenant and that whole matthew 5 6 and 7 the sermon on the mount is not meant to be used uh, for practical applications in our life in Christ. And there are so many things in that sermon, in, that, in, that, uh, in those three chapters, that show that. Uh, but yet we'll take it as a practical application when it's not really meant to be that way. You know, it's, um, it, it's, a, really, it's a real game changer when you begin to realize that much of what Jesus spoke to those uh, who were listening to him the vast majority of what Jesus was saying to those people really have no direct connection to us who abide in a new and better covenant today. Uh, We're not diminishing the things that Jesus said, of course not. There are things to learn within the proper context of all this, just like uh, many Old Testament passages. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there that doesn't directly apply to us, but there's a big picture uh, to begin to see regarding those things and some of the things that Jesus said and, and, and this transition that would take place from uh, a ministry of, of law that brought death and condemnation into a new and better covenant that would bring grace, forgiveness, and eternal life. I mean, it's just it's great stories to be told here from these pages, but we sometimes get confused by it all because we're under the assumption, as you were just talking about with the words of Jesus, Joel, uh, we're under the assumption that when Jesus was speaking, he was also speaking to us, at least in some way, shape, or form. And, and that is really often not the case at all. I'm not saying completely, but but most of the time, Jesus was referring, the things that he was saying, he was referring and, and, and was being directed to Jewish people under the old covenant. That doesn't mean that we ignore it, or we just get rid of it, or toss it aside, or we run from it. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that we take it in the proper context. And, and what Jesus was talking about here in the Sermon on the Mount, of course, it wasn't meant for us. I didn't know that. It's being taught by most churches today that this is part of a new Christian teaching that Jesus is putting forth. He was talking to Jewish people under the law with the purpose of helping them to see that they were in a a hopeless situation under that ministry and they needed something new, better, and different. Uh, And he was talking to Jewish people, as you referred to, Joel. This wasn't Gentiles. If there were Gentiles nearby, Jesus, as you said, took his disciples to another place and began to teach them. And it wasn't just the 12 at that time. It could have been dozens or even more at that time. So, yeah, Jesus was not—how many times in the sermon did Jesus say, don't be like the Gentiles? Even the Gentiles can do that. Um, He 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 wasn't talking to to Gentiles. Gentiles. Yeah, he wasn't talking to non-Jewish people. Um, and, and that's just obvious as you begin to see this. But if you're going to assume the red letters were always meant to you because when Jesus was talking to his disciples, 
that meant he was also talking to us. You need to get out of that mentality because that's not a true statement. Right. And another example um, that is often taught in churches of the words of, of Jesus, I'm looking for a, a sermon on a certain subject. And so, oh, here, Jesus said this in Luke 6, 20, uh, 37, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And so what we will teach on this podcast, what we will share is that in Christ, we're not judged because Romans 8 says that in those who are in Christ, for those who are in Christ, there is no condemnation. There is no judgment. Other scriptures talk about how we're not judged. We're not under condemnation. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Well, that doesn't apply to us because, again, in Christ, there is no condemnation. It's not because we don't condemn others. It's not because we don't judge others. It's because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Uh, you know, Jesus also said that in Matthew 6, where um, the big Lord's Prayer, what is known as the Lord's Prayer, uh, where he says, if you don't forgive men their trespasses, your Father won't forgive you your trespasses. If you forgive men their trespasses, uh, your Father will forgive you. Well, of course, we find in the New Covenant, after the cross, we've already been forgiven of all sins. So we'll sh teach that. We'll share that on the podcast, that in Christ you've been forgiven. But in a practical application type of church that doesn't take the covenants and the words of Jesus uh, into, into consideration, the context, the covenants, rightly dividing the word of God, so to speak, you're going to teach this. Like, if you judge people, you're going to be judged. If you condemn, you're going to be condemned. If you don't forgive others, you won't be forgiven. And they'll take this, this verse, give, and it will be given to you. And they'll teach this prosperity message that as long as you give, especially to our church, if you give, <laughs> God's going to give back to you a whole bunch, and you'll be so blessed, you won't even be able to contain it, kind of like Malachi 3 that's taken out of context. So all these verses taken out of context that, you know, not taught right because people don't understand the difference in the covenants. Yes, and and there's there's so much more to say about that, but I, I you know, we, we don't want to spread the parameters too far here. Right. The, the point is, you can get a sermon from a church denomination, name your brand, uh, and they're going to come at it from a perspective. Uh, whatever their perspective, whatever their assumptions are about the truth of the Bible, uh, they're going to mold their teaching within that framework. Okay. Whereas we're, we're trying to help you begin to, you know, rightly divide things here, especially as you said, Joel, between the two different covenants. Jesus was born of a woman. He was born under the law. Okay. He wasn't born under, under, uh, a time of grace. Uh, he wasn't born under the new covenant. The new covenant didn't begin with the, the birth of Jesus, but it was with his death that the new covenant would be applied. Uh, so, with that in mind, Jesus was operating, functioning as a human being on the earth with a ministry that was uh, under the old covenant. And you'll begin to see more and more of that. Once, you, once you're told this stuff, then you, you can begin looking for it instead of just looking at these um, passages with, with uh, a, a certain mindset that you've been taught all of your life. 
You know, it's, it's just like in, in conjunction with uh, the, the Sermon on the Mount and some of the things Jesus said in Matthew 5 uh, about the law and so forth. People are under the assumption that the law of commandments that were written on stone would reduce sin. When Paul clearly revealed to the people he was writing to that it, it, it caused sin to increase. And, and that was always its purpose. It was meant to increase sin. It wasn't meant to reduce sin. But if you're under, under the impression that the Ten Commandments and the rest of the law were meant to reduce sin, you're going to have a, a skewed perspective when it comes to the gospel and, and the truth that came through Jesus Christ. That's right. So, again, context is important. And understanding the difference in the covenants and knowing all these things will really help you in your understanding of the gospel and the new covenant. Uh, we'll, we'll share some more things in the weeks to come. I like what you were getting into there with the, with the law, because the ministry of the law is not what, the, you know, people in the church will use the law to teach you how to live. But the ministry and the fruit of the law, it made people guilty. It condemned, it imputed sin to man. Sin abounded through it. It brought death, it brought condemnation. It was against us and contrary to us. It was enmity with us. Uh, it was the strength of sin. All these things Paul says about the law, and yet people in, in the church will teach the law <laughs> as the way to overcome sin and as the way to live our lives in Christ. We may talk a little bit more about that and some other things in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.